is your life going? Could you use some improvement somewhere? Typically, we could all use a little push, guidance, and transformation. Welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. In this enlightening hour, you'll hear from experts to help you get to that next level. Are you ready to have some fun and get motivated? Here is your host, Dr. Faith Brown. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with your host, me, Dr. Faith Brown. We're so happy to have you guys. Thank you so much. We'd like to extend a very warm welcome to all of our listeners, both internationally and domestically, and a hearty, hearty, heartfelt thank you to none other than Turtle College of Osteopathic one more time so we're so happy thank you guys so so very much and we're hoping to bring you a very interesting fun show today it should be very hot today um i have to tell you that when we were putting this show together you know i found myself kind of you know fanning a little bit because our guest is a um is a huge huge personality and i think we're very very fortunate to have him and particularly on a friday evening so but before we do that um, I'd just like to also let you know that for all of you who've been listening along for the past uh, five weeks, we want to thank you and to let you know that if you have any challenges and you want, you're ready to step up your game, you're ready to uh, step up your performance, just go a little higher as it relates to how you're showing up in all of your relationships, be they your corporate relationships, your personal relationships, your uh, parent-child relationships, we are located at 1745 Broadway. So just give us a call um, at 212-729-5653 and we'll be happy to help you out. And with no further ado, I really want to get to today's show because I'm really excited about today's guest. Today's guest is none other, and I'm sure all of you have heard of him. Um, otherwise, you may have been on a different planet or something like that. None other than Mr. G. Keith Alexander. You know, doing research and receiving this information, putting this file together, I was so impressed. I had to like go, who, who is this giant of a personality? So I just want to share that with you. Um, he has built an impressive career as a multimedia talent. Um, he is one of the top New York TV and radio personalities, voice and on camera actor, commercial print model. And his latest film was the intern with none other than Mr. Robert De Niro. He has a mid-second an in-depth television profile, an on-the-wall street um, journal TV report, and CNN's showbiz today. In addition, Mr. Keith has held a long-term membership with um, the Screen Actors Guild Award in ACRA, and he actually received the Recognition Achievement Award presented to him by none other than New York's own uh, Congressman, uh, uh, Mr. Charlie Rangel. Now, I was really impressed with this, and perhaps you guys know this about him. I didn't know this, and if you don't, you should make sure you go over to visit. The G. Keith Alexander Radio Collection <laughs> is actually housed and New York's prestigious Paley Center of Media. He is the founder and CEO of VoiceOver Academy for voice acting training. And here, the folks at Toro College are very fortunate to have him because he is the director of professional communications and actually coaches of the medical faculty on ways to improve their video presentations, their video lecture presentations, which is absolutely incredible. Um, the explanation for Mr. Keith's success is really quite simple. He is one of the most charming, witty, and well-rounded personalities <laughs> there is. And when Mr. Alexander speaks, everyone listens, which is why we're here. Please help me welcome Mr. G. Oh, 
I didn't recognize the guy you were talking about. I mean, I was, <laughs> well, I am certainly, please have a seat. I'm certainly excited to have you here. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I've, I've listened to your shows and uh, uh, it seems like you've got audience all over the, through the world. And uh, I thought, well, when I was asked if I'd do the show, I had to think about it. A minute. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I decided that uh, I'd love to do it. Well, we're really glad you're here and you're right. So everyone from all over the world is listening right now to what the man about town has to say about the five, the top five tips for relationships. So folks in Sweden, folks in uh, China, folks in Colombia, in Mexico are all waiting with bated breath to hear what you have to say. I even read that uh, someone in Russia was listening uh, as well. Yeah, someone, even someone in Russia. How about yes. that? <laughs> so we'll see what Mr. You know, this is a Friday night. You may be able to give Mr. Putin some tips. Who knows? <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. Well, listen, so here's the question. So I'm putting this, I, I'm doing research. I, you know, I had the pleasure of meeting you. And of course, you're this giant of a personality. So I'm wondering with all of your media success, you know, you certainly have uh, been around, you know, radio, television. How did you gain this self-proclaimed title as a man about town? Well, actually, um that's a very good question. Uh, I, I actually, it wasn't self-proclaimed. Okay. In, in some of the the articles that have been written over the years. Yes. Uh, <laughs> called many things, but <laughs> but one of them happened to have been uh, "Man About Town," which I didn't really know what what a man about town was. Okay. Until I looked it up. Okay. And uh, and when I did look it up, uh, I said, well, okay, that kind of describes, you know. It, being in New York radio for so many years, mm-hmm. uh, I've had the opportunity to, you know, be invited to uh, restaurant openings, movie premieres, uh, 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 hot parties, uh, yes. discotheques, yes. roller skating yes. rings, yes. and you know, and I'm all out there promoting the radio station, whichever radio station you know I happen to be with at the time. And uh, so when I looked up the definition, well, it said a guy who goes out to this place and that place and, and does this and does that. So uh, I thought for this particular show, uh-huh. uh, the title might be appropriate. Uh, not that I would, uh, after the show, want to brand myself as a man. Oh, I see. Because some people I see. might, you know, might. might take that. In the the definition, it also said um, Playboy, but you Uh, know mm. that you know. (laughs) Oh, okay. So we just need to just totally we we won't even consider that one. That's not. Yeah, I mean, you know. Okay. Okay. All right. A respectable man about town gathering information from. Parties, skating rinks, you know. The right. I, I, I <laughs> also did my research. Right. I also promoting. did my research okay. on, on relationships. Okay. You know, because when you're when you're out at all these various places, you get a chance to hear about people talk about love, gain, love, loss. Yes. <laughs> people get a chance to see people crying. Uh, yes. You know. And, yes. And uh, you even get your heart broken. You know, maybe once or twice. And even perhaps unrequited love. Which unrequited love. Which, of course, love. Bring me to, brings us to, like, my first question for you. Which is, what should one do if they find themselves stuck in the friend zone? Well. Tip <laughs> 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 <So laughs> number one. <laughs> well, okay. The friend zone is a very interesting and frustrating place to be in at the same time. Okay. Mm-hmm. The uh, friend zone, uh, well... Let's, let me give you an example. Okay. okay. And I'm talking from the man's perspective. Okay. You meet a hot lady. I mean, someone's really hot. Hot. Okay. okay. Yes. And you decide that you want to spend time with her. Mm-hmm. So you develop a friendship. Okay. And you find yourself uh, making yourself available for when she wants to hang out or when she just wants to uh, ride around in, in your car or her car. <laughs> Okay. Or uh, if she's uh, going to some event and she needs someone to, to, to escort her, you, you go along with her. Well, this friendship that you really enjoy having, yes, you get to the point where, you know, maybe you'd like to be more than friends with this woman. Mm-hmm. So now, what do you do? 
do you have the courage to show to show her who you really are okay and and and, and you make the approach you make the hit you know you uh, uh but some guys might be afraid that they may lose the friendship if they get rejected. Okay. So they don't make, you know, they, they don't make the effort to express themselves uh, and let her know exactly how they feel. Okay. Also, she may not see you in a sexual way. Okay. So she likes your friendship, she likes hanging out with you, but she just doesn't see you in a, mm. as a sexual way. Okay. Another, uh, she could have already locked herself into being with someone else okay and but she likes hanging out with you because you're funny uh, and you make her feel good and so forth and so on and there's no pressure of being hit on okay so now you find that you've been hanging out with this woman for a few weeks <laughs> uh, a few months and and then all you hear is when you get ready to maybe take that risk and yes. tell her how you feel she says, but you're a good friend. Uh-huh. We're friends. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, now you have been doomed to be imprisoned in the friend zone. <laughs> so you've got to get the courage now to be willing to lose the friendship. Huh, okay. To be willing to risk everything because you've lost already and she doesn't see you in a sexual way. Okay. So you've got to be willing now to lose the friendship. What you do, this is only one one okay. strategy. Okay, okay. Tip number one, listen <laughs> up, listen up. Um, you stop being so available. Oh, okay. You sort of remove yourself. Okay. Uh, when she calls, sometimes don't take the calls. Mm. Uh, if uh, you do take a call, uh, you know, and she because she wants to go somewhere or something, you know, you, you apologize, make an excuse. You say, "I have a date tonight." Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, you, you you know where she likes to hang out because you guys have hung out those places. So maybe you'll go there and you'll let her see you having a good time with other women. Okay. All right. So now maybe five six weeks go by you may run into her somewhere or you give her a call and hey let's catch up uh -huh. and so now you have a little conversation and um you in during the conversation you tell her about all the wonderful places <laughs> you've been and, and uh, okay. you've had some great uh, dates and uh, now she she's missing the friendship part Okay, because okay. okay. you've stepped away and you're not so available. But now that you're telling her that you're having a great time with other people, other places, mm -hmm. and maybe she's seen you at one or two of those places having a great time, now she's kind of wondering, <laughs> well, you know, maybe I should take a second look at this huh. guy. Okay. So that's one way. And then in, 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 in her deciding to take a second look at you, she might decide, well, you know, I've got to show him that, well, you know, maybe I do kind of like him. Oh, okay. And so that's how you get out of the friend zone and into having, you, you, you sort of reframe the relationship. Okay, so, so, so the tips are, you want her to miss you, and then you want to show her or make her think what she may be missing out on. Exactly. Huh, okay, has that worked? Sometimes it does. <laughs> so sometimes it does. It's, it's not a hundred percent, but okay. you have a better chance of of, of of reframing the relationship. Okay. So that she now sees you as this really hot guy who's having fun without her, and uh, and the reason why is because you know she didn't uh, find you to be stimulating intimately. Uh -huh. Okay, so then it becomes this interesting cat and mouse kind of chase game, which you know is often fun, but let me just let me just throw this in since I have, you know, the expert here with me, you know, we're, you're just kind of like, uh, a cap, I've kind of captured you here. Let me just get your take on this because we often hear that um, men will sometimes send their representative. <laughs> so in that friendship, is the representative and you mentioned you said well you know and then you know when you want to move forward you know she kind of sees you one way and now you want her to see you differently so are they not one and the same just kind of stepping up the game a little bit isn't is the person who showed up in the friendship the same person who will show up in a relationship or 
Was that just the representative in the friendship? Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> the You must be the same guy that she saw in the friendship. Okay. But what you were unable to do in the friendship was really express your true self oh, to her. okay, okay. Because you, you were afraid you were going to lose the friendship uh, uh, if you were rejected. Okay. So, so when you no longer feel as though uh, you are a captive in the friend zone and okay. you decide to take yourself out and risk losing her, then you can be yourself. Okay. And, okay. and, and, and she'll, she'll see that you're the same guy, but now you're, you're kind of uh, dismissive of her. Ah. You, you are, um, you know, you don't give her your full attention like you used to. Uh -huh. uh, if you guys happen to go off a coffee just to catch up, uh, rather than, than what you used to do, you used Take to give her your full uh, attention. Uh -huh. Now you might sit sideways and, and it, as a nice woman <laughs> walks by, you might look at the woman, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, oh. you know, uh, oh. and, and, and you might see a, a guy in the room that, uh, that uh, you might say to her, hey, you know, he'd make a great guy for you. Oh, oh okay. Okay, all so, right. Well, listen, um, I want to hear more about this, and I really want to know if this works, because, you know, for many of us, you know, we'll go, oh, is he really checking someone else out? If he is, then maybe I should be checking someone else out. Let's see how this turns out. Guys, you're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and Mr. G. Keith Alexander. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Dr. Faith and my guest today, my very special guest, Mr. G. Keith Alexander. We're so happy to have you today this afternoon. And for all of you who are tuning in, you're also listening to the tunes of Angela Christie. Go to iTunes, go to Amazon, make sure you download her CD, her albums. You will they will just lullaby you. You'll find them to be some of the sweetest treats that you will find all season. So as we were breaking to commercial, we were talking to Mr. Alexander about the first tip, um, uh, you know, from a man around town about relationships. And he's giving us, he's very generous today. He's giving us his, his five top, his top five uh, relationship tips. And we were talking about if you find yourself in the friend zone, you know, what you can do about that or what one, perhaps what from the male perspective, what he can do about that. So I was asking, you know, if some of those, you know, tricks really work. And I think you were sharing, well, sometimes, maybe. Well, you know, it, it depends on the guy. Okay. And, and uh, how, how confident he is. Okay. Uh, you know, some guys, uh, you know, they don't uh, possess a lot of confidence because they've not had a lot of experience or, and they've not had uh, 
a lot of relationships. Okay. And then you get you get the type of guy who uh, who uh, might be you know confident enough mm-hmm. to to go out and try these things. So. Okay. Well, so okay, so we were just talking about you know showing up as a friend and then advancing the relationship to perhaps you know a, a nice you know a nice uh, intimate relationship, right? So let's say that this couple proceeds and they decide to get married. And he has shown up as a wonderful friend and as a wonderful lover, right? But all during the courtship, she, he allowed her to make a lot of decisions. And because he admired that about her. But now they find themselves married and she's making the decisions and she has just told him, I am tired, I'm frustrated, or I'm making, having to make all of the decisions. So tell me, what does a man in love do? when his wife expresses to, to him that she's tired of making all the decisions? That's another very good question. Okay. Well, all right. The scenario that you just uh, outlined for us, uh, there are those men who feel like they're um, living inside their woman's love. Okay. You know that song, Living Inside Your Love? Okay. And. This guy is just so happy just to be with her, to be anywhere with her. Okay. Uh, it gets to the point where he wants to please her so much that he loses himself. Ah, okay. He loses himself because if the woman decides, well, you know, I think we should go out tonight. Um, let's let's go out to eat, and she might say, uh, well, sweetheart. Um, what, what do you feel like eating tonight? Uh-huh. And he might say, whatever you want, dear. <laughs> whatever you want, dear. Uh-huh. Uh, or they may uh, want to, she may want to do something else. And she'll ask him, uh, well, can, can we go and uh, do such and such, such and such? And he'll say, if that's what makes you happy, sweetheart. Decision number two. So now... <laughs> He has sort of relinquished his self to whatever makes her happy. Mm-hmm. But if you do that over a long period of time, the woman gets bored and frustrated. Mm-hmm. And at some point, we'll say, well, look, can't you ever make a decision? Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. why do I have to make all the decisions? <laughs> But this man is living inside your love. He's, uh, he just wants to be with you. That's inside all. your love or has just gotten comfortable? Well, okay, it can be interpreted uh, that way as well. Uh, the, 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 I'm sure the woman would, would perhaps see it that way, but, <laughs> but he sees it as though he's just surrendering himself to his, his, his woman. So the thing is not to get into that rut. Okay. And um, the best thing to do is at some point in time, you sit him down and you let him know that, you know, when we got together, you made the decisions, you, you led the way, you, uh-huh. you guided me into this relationship that, that, that we developed. Uh-huh. Uh, and so now you're not leading anymore. You're not, you know, I have to make all the decisions. And that's... Um, okay, but he then says, but honey, you're so good at it. Well, okay, I do it because you're so good at it. Okay, then, okay, if he says that, then he's he's telling the truth, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> you are good at what you do, and I just enjoy being with you. Yeah, I just right. enjoy hanging out with so you. So, ergo, sometimes the frustrated conversations that, you know, men are from Mars, men are from Venus, you know, tend to have. It's a very, very simple, um, you know, uh, 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 simple conversation to have, but the underpinnings are very deep, you know? So he's just, he's just relishing being in her presence. You know, he's just relishing being in her love and she's going, oh, wait a minute, you know? I'm making all the decisions here. What about, I had to plan our trip to, uh, I had to plan our Christmas vacation. You know, I had to plan the summer vacation. I had to plan, you know, uh, Thanksgiving dinner. I, I, I kind of need your voice, honey. Where are you? And he's just saying, I'm relic- I'm just reveling in your love, honey. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but see, it, I, I, I grew up, I, I had a role model. Okay. Very, I mean, my, my dad, uh, I used to hear him all, all the time say to my mother, whatever you want, Lorraine. Uh-huh. Whatever makes you happy, Lorraine. So I grew up 
hearing that and seeing my dad surrender himself to my mother. So when I grew up, mm -hmm. I got into that same pattern. Mm -hmm. thinking that that's what you should do if you really love someone. Well, you bring up an interesting point because I think that's true. It gets to the mantra of happy wife, happy life. I get that. But a frustrated wife does not make for a happy life. So when we surrender, the question becomes, what are we surrendering to? If we're surrendering because it's working, allowing her to make all the decisions that's working, so then we do have happy wife, happy life. But then if she says... You know what, honey? Uh, I kind of need you to. I kind of need you to get my back on this one. Can you make a couple of the decisions? And he, she then needs him to step up, and he doesn't step up. Mm, we Listen. now don't have happy wife, happy wife. That's true, and 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 I, I can honestly say that that I'm the type of guy that when it's time to step up, uh huh, I will step up. Okay, talk to all of your counterparts. Talk to all of your peers and tell them when she asks you to step up. All you have to do is take your position, right? Because she's asking you to. Because there are times when we talk to our spouses, our partners, we just want to talk. We don't, we don't want you to fix anything. Don't fix it for me. Just listen. But if we ask you to step up, then that means something is missing, right? And we kind of need you there. We want you right by our side. I agree with that. I tip number two. <clears throat> tip number two, we got it down. So now, here's something interesting. I hear there's something called a sandwich of love strategy. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? What is that? What is the sandwich of love strategy? Well, <clears throat> the sandwich of love strategy. <laughs> All right, from a man's point of view, again, okay. his woman has done something that upsets him. Okay something that perhaps uh, it's his pet peeve or maybe he felt um, disrespected or maybe uh, something occurred that really emotionally grabbed him and he feels i've got to i've, I've got to talk to her about this wow okay so now what do you do mm -hmm. do you react or do you respond? Okay. I choose to respond. Mm -hmm. Okay. In order to respond, whatever happened in that moment, you walk away from. You don't. You, you don't mention it. You don't try to address it. You walk away from it. You take time to think about it. Okay. And then it. You may not. You may not respond that day, or it may be two or three days. You, you, you pick a time when it's most opportune, and then you go to your woman. Okay. And you say, sweetheart, <clears throat> excuse me, you know I love you. Okay. I think the world of you. But there was something the other day you did that I thought really was out of character for you, or really, uh, you weren't aware that how upset you made me, and I thought perhaps we could talk about it now. Huh? Okay. So now, you get a chance to give your uh, feelings, uh, express your feelings, or give your opinion about something, and she listens. Yes. And then she may have a rebuttal. Yes. Uh, she may try to make you see that well, you know, you deserved it, or maybe she felt. Uh, that uh, you weren't paying attention or, or something, and so you have a discussion about it. Okay. Now, that discussion is, is civilized because you at least started with love. Yes. So now she may get maybe a little upset, but it's okay. okay. She has a right to be upset if, in fact, she feels as though you're not hearing. But once you did, once the two of you decide to finish the conversation uh -huh. and maybe she's uh, persuaded you to her to her viewpoint or maybe you've persuaded her to your viewpoint however it ends you should always cap it with listen but, up but I love you anyway ah, but I love you anyway but I love you anyway hence the sandwich of love strategy okay so let me ask you can we role play that out a little bit <laughs> I think I'd like to role play this out are you with me? I'm, I'm with you. Okay, so I want to role play it two ways. I, want to, I actually want to role play it in a way that she has a rebuttal, 
and then where there is perhaps resolve. Let's go both ways. Okay, okay doctor. So okay, let's, doctor. Well, this is Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith, and we try to eradicate all barriers, you know, to laughing loudly and loving deeply. We try to get real answers yes. to real problems. Okay. And what better way to do that than to role play? So let's go. So right. I've just okay. done something. Um, I'm your partner. I'm your wife in this particular scenario. <laughs> Look at me. So, <laughs> so I've just done something that has just ruffled your feathers and you've walked away for a couple of days and now you're coming back to me. So let's go. What are you going to say? Uh, Faith, there's something I'd like to uh, discuss with you. And, um, you know, I love you. I think the world of you. Uh, and I think that uh, you need to hear what I have to say. Hmm. And so I then say, remember the other day when you thought I was uh, irresponsible? Yes, honey, I remember that. And you, <laughs> and you made it known to your family. Uh, and I thought that that was just a little bit too much. In fact, I really got upset about that. Huh. I thought perhaps you should have kept it between you and I. Um, and uh, you, you didn't. So I want to let you know that going forward, hmm. if you have any discrepancies about how I behave or anything like that, address me. Let me know. But honey, we, we, you know, I talk to my family all the time, and you know this. Yeah. Why is it a problem now? Because it has uh, become a pattern. Oh, okay. And whenever I go with you to visit your family, I always feel like they look at me like, oh, he's here again. Huh. Uh, so, now, so has my family ever mistreated you? I can't honestly say that they've mistreated me. So those are your feelings? Yes. Uh, okay, would you put it that way? Yes, they're my feelings. Um, but I can't help feeling that way. Okay, okay. I mean, you know, you're... I hear you, I hear you. Okay, I hear you. So, can I ask you to please, next time I do something that you think is incorrect, or next time you think I, I've, I've done something that, uh, that needs, uh, you know, to be brought up, would you just kindly bring it up to me and yes. not to your family. Yes, honey, I will. I'm so sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I'm so sorry. Okay. Well, but wait. wait. I love you anyway. Oh. <laughs> This is what is very interesting in that scenario. We're gonna we're gonna role play this again. What is interesting is how defensive she got. So when your when your spouse or your partner is coming to you, the question becomes: What is the and what is the goal? Are we looking at trying to resolve an issue, to exacerbate an issue, or to put it on hold? And in this particular and this is everyday life, right? Because we're not thinking this way. But if I'm loving him, then shouldn't the goal always be to resolve or to bring us to a resolve? So he came to me in a very um, humbled way. Perhaps I didn't like the fact that he waited three days to come to me, but you know, that was his choice. Came to me and in a very nice way said, you know, honey, I wanna talk to you about something. So if we're in the business of um, eradicating barriers, and we really want to laugh loudly and love deeply, then perhaps we should always consider the environment or, or the ambiance that we establish for communication and allowing our spouses or our partners to come in and talk to us. Stay tuned, guys. We will be right back with you. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and none other than Mr. G. Keith Alexander. Stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. 
Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Faith and none other than Mr. D. Keith Alexander. So happy to have you here with us. We're learning a lot today. We're learning about the top five relationship tips from a man about town. He's given us three really good ones. And before the break, we were actually talking about how to effectively communicate, um, you know, when there are challenging issues kind of evolving in the relationship. So I just kind of want to pick up there because I think it's important um, that we establish a great foundation for communication. When things are a little terse between partners, you know, what we can do to bring that to a resolve. And we were actually talking about this, the sandwich of love strategy. So, you know, there's a there's there's a slice of bread, there is, you know, all the fixings in the middle, and then there's the other side. So, and he had a wonderful way of capping this off. So our first role play, I, I was kind of the contentious partner, the contentious wife. So let's try this again. So the scenario is such that, um, I've done something to offend my husband, and um, he is now going to uh, bring that to my attention. So let's try that again. And this time, I'm going to see if I can be a bit more amenable. You've done something to offend me. Okay. Yes. And I'm now going to tell you about it using the sandwich of love yes. or, okay. You've done something to offend me. Um, sweetheart? Yes. I I just love you immensely. I, you know, well, honey, I love you too. Yes, but I love you so much that um, I want to discuss something you did the other day that I'm telling you, I really should have went off on you, but because I love you so much, I decided not to react. I decided to respond. Oh, honey. Oh, thank you. And it it just hurts me to have you constantly tell me that I don't clean up around the house. Oh. It, it hurts me for you to just pick at things and, and nag me and, mm -hmm. and, and, and tell me that this belongs here when, you know, when I see it, it I, I say to myself, well, I'll, I'll get to it later. Okay. And But before I can get to it later, you come along and you just say, what, what's that doing? And it just irks me. So, please, you think maybe you could kind of lighten up on me a little bit? You know what, sweetheart? I apologize. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that it bothered you to that degree. And you're right. It was, it was my fault. Because you know what? Stuff, that's just stuff. And it's going to be around all the time. You know, I, neither one of us are kids. We don't have kids. So, you know, sometimes I think, you know, may think I have something else stamped across my forehead. So, you know, I, you know, like, but we can get a housekeeper. That's, you know, we can do that too. But I'm all for that. since we don't have one right now, just know that that was not the intention. Will you please forgive me? I'm so sorry. I did not mean to hurt you. Yes. I, if you. I won't do it again. Thank you. So that means I can leave whatever it is and I can come back to it and you won't 
Jump on you me. You can leave it and it will be there until you are ready to pick it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But let me just say this. Yes. Um, because I was just talking to Mr. I heard Mr. G. Keith Alexander not too long ago, who is a guest on, you know, Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. I like that guy. You know, I, I like him too. And he was actually going to talk about the three keys to successful romance. And I don't want that shirt or those slacks or those socks getting in the way of our romance. So, you know, I wonder if you listen to him, you think you can like mimic the voice of him and perhaps talk to us about the three keys to successful romance? I like that guy, I've heard him on the radio and I've often heard him talk about the three keys to a successful romance. Let's talk about that. Well, as he puts it, there's attention, Mm -hmm. affection, Mm -hmm. and appreciation. Ooh, I think I like that. Now, if you pay attention to your woman and you know what she likes, what she doesn't like, you know her favorite colors, Mm -hmm. you know the type of food she enjoys, you remember the uh, to uh, send her flowers Ah. just because. Oh, that's kind of nice. you show that you're paying attention. Yes. Okay. And that that warms a woman's heart. Okay. That helps to advance you to the stage where you might one day own her heart. Okay. Attention. Attention. Okay. The next key is affection. Okay. Affection is very important. I see many men walking down the street with their woman they don't hold hands. Okay. Uh, there's a little space between them. Uh, you see them sitting at, at dinner in a restaurant and there's barely any conversation. Yes, yes. Well, don't you just hate that? Oh my goodness. You should show affection even when you're out mm-hmm. in public, mm-hmm. holding hands, flirting. Mm. Uh, there's a crowd of people around and you're both waiting at the bus stop if you take buses again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're both waiting at the bus stop. Why not just just look over and give her a kiss on the Ah, cheek. ah. You know, these things show that you are affectionate and that helps to warm her heart. Mm -hmm. The next key is appreciation. Appreciation. You want to show your woman that you appreciate all the wonderful things that she has done for you, will do for you, and you might even suggest some things you, in the future, you might (laughs) want to do for you. But you want to show appreciation. And so now, uh, appreciation might mean that it's not her birthday, it's not her any special time of the year, mm-hmm. but you want to give her something or mm-hmm. send her something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or or even, you know, you can even be making love to your woman, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and after, you know, she's had the wonderful, uh, happy ending, mm-hmm. and 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 you hold her. And as you're holding her, as she's coming down from that wonderful uh, experience, okay. you whisper in her ear, I'm here for you, baby. Oh, ah. now, okay. All of that. Okay. All, all, all of that helps you to get to the point where you really want to own your woman's heart. Ah, okay. And that's, those are the three keys. Well, those are three A's. The three A's for a Friday evening for all of you men who may be listening. These are great tips. Attention, affection, and? Appreciation. Uh, can we get to that one? Appreciation. Which leads us, okay, so in the next few minutes, you, you kind of went there. So I just want you to elaborate a little bit more about this. Uh, when you talk to us about, you know, you're talking about the happy ending, the secret sauce for happy sex life from none other than Mr. D. Keith Alexander. Well, <laughs> well uh, if you've done all the aforementioned, then you're in a pretty good spot, a pretty good, 
you've positioned yourself uh, in a pretty good uh, uh, spot in order to be able to um, arrive at the fifth tip. Okay. Because now your woman is open and she's, uh, she's, she feels safe with you. Yes. Uh, she knows that you, wherever you come from, you're, you're coming from a, a vantage point of love. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to sex, if it's been a relationship that has lasted a while, mm-hmm. uh, you, usually they say that after 18 months, the heat, the heat of passion wears off. Oh, boy. So if you've been together longer than 18 months, then things are going to kind of become how can I say routine? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And so when things become routine, it loses a little of the excitement. It loses a little yes. of the, the thrill. Yes. So the secret sauce to sex is... Listen up. Switch it up a little bit. Switch it up a little bit. Okay. You want to you, you wanna try and push the envelope a little bit. Okay. But you keep it on the safe side. You keep it on, you know, uh, <laughs> you you you, you kind of want to see if you can kind of take her to the edge a little bit. Okay. Now, what that when I say that, it's a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. You either do research together, mm-hmm. or you uh, give your man permission to to kind of do research without you, you know, to discover various things. And that could take on, uh, you know, many different things. Uh, right now, there's such a thing called literotica, which women are reading, like okay. uh, uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey and, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Well, men have uh, a di- different thing. They, they porn is, is kind mm-hmm. of okay. their thing, but, but they say that just as many women now are into literotica as men are into porn. Okay, so, so please continue. Okay, thank you. So um, what, what I just want to say is that um, I've always thought, and I'll make this brief, that what women learn about sex, they usually learn from their man, hmm. especially in their young life. Uh, if a, a man is not experienced and he's only had one or two relationships and, and his uh, sex life may be limited, then he gets with a, a woman who has not had a lot of experience. And and if she's not well-read, reading literotica, or <laughs> talking to her girlfriends about uh-huh. things that maybe her girlfriends have experienced, then she thinks that what he knows is all there is about mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. So if you find a man who is experienced and confident in his sexual yes. prowess, yes. then you stand a chance of learning more about yourself, okay. about what you like and what you don't like. Okay. And so the secret sauce is to switch it up, spice it up, and that can take on many variables depending on the couple. Now, I think that is a fantastic tip. A fantastic tip but let me just ask you because oftentimes the two people may not arrive at boredom at the same time right so then that means somebody's got to have initiate this conversation and so in this whole men are from Mars women are from Venus kind of universe that we're in sometimes you know things can get a little lost in translation so things are let's say we're at the 18 month mark and things are a little boring so when he initiates that conversation, uh, how does he bring that up without her saying, uh, who have you been talking to and what have you been doing? <laughs> or when she brings it up to him, he's looking at her kind of sideways going, uh, what? So how do you successfully initiate those conversations so that we get to the secret sauce? Very gently. <laughs> yes. Uh, Although, let me just say this, I'm a proponent of having the tough conversations. These are conversations we have to have, we must have, and we must give one another permission to have. In order to move forward. Absolutely. So, So, uh, I said very gently, but you can start off by, sweetheart. Yes. You know, I love you very much. (laughs) Back to the sandwich. I love that. Okay. Uh, and, And I think that, you know, we've 
we started out, we had a wonderful sex life, uh, but now it's, it's gotten kind of, uh, you know, routine. And, you know, I know you come home from work and you're very tired and maybe you don't, you know, feel like uh, uh, cuddling and canoodling and, and spooning and all that stuff that we used to do. Uh. Uh, but I have to tell you. Yes. That I, I adore you. Yes. And I, I want to keep the, the fire burning. Okay. And I need to know from you. Yes. What do I need to do? Bingo. To help you. Come with it. Come on. Come on. Light your fire. Yes. So that we can have a very healthy, happy, wonderful sexual experience together. Ah. Ah. Alexander, everybody. Yes. And what you, can I do? What yes. can I do to help you? Yes. What what can you what can you do to help me? That is that that is the magic question. I think that is the question that he or she should be asking in order to advance that conversation. Right, because you have to be open for spicing it up. You have to be open for um, my introducing different things to you that maybe. I didn't have to go and learn. Maybe I knew these things already, mm -hmm. but because you are the type of person and mm -hmm. I love you mm -hmm. so much and I didn't want to um, uh, uh, make you feel bad about yourself because you don't do these things mm -hmm. or think ill of me because, hey, I'm a fun guy, mm -hmm. you know, so I held back. Mm -hmm. But now we're, you know, like four years into this marriage and 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 I think that we need to to spice it up a little bit okay alrighty I think that was that was the tip that was the tip that will save a lot of relationships Mr. Alexander thank you so much this being a Friday night I think we're saving a lot of relationships with us you My know pleasure. if I was in that situation perhaps I'd say give me a housekeeper and a babysitter and I'm yours <laughs> so uh, thank you everybody for listening to laughing loudly loving deeply we'll see you the same time same place next Tuesday when we hope to bring you another fun episode we love you take good care and have a wonderful Friday night after these tips you know everybody we'd like to again thank Mr. G. Keith Alexander for being with us today and Turo College uh, School of Osteopathic Medicine for allowing us to broadcast live once again thank you so very much for the use of these beautiful facilities and to Miss Laura Garland who made all of this happen. Thank you so much everybody.